check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome to Red Storm Chasers. I'm Vincent here with Craig, Tim, and Nick. On this episode, we'll have an interview with the co-founder of Storm Marketing. We'll discuss the finalized roster for the 23-24 season, and we'll talk a little bit about the non-conference schedule. All right, we're on with Vin Ochani, one of the founding members of Storm Marketing. Vin, how's it going? Great. Glad to be around. Glad to be uh, on the show. Appreciate you having me. So uh, before we get into what Storm Marketing is, let's go a little bit about yourself. When did you become a St. John's fan? How did you kind of get into a place where you decided, you know what, I want to help the school out and, and form this uh, organization? So I've been a St. John's fan since I went to Coach Blank Myers baseball camp when I was like nine years old. Uh, so St. John's been around for me a very, very long time. And then by the time I got to like my junior year in high school, I knew that's where I wanted to go. Those were obviously really fun teams. My sophomore year, we were like in the Elite Eight. Uh, I'm talking about sophomore nice. year in high school. Uh, and then when I was a junior, they won the Big East Tournament. And then I was a senior. Um, you know, it was just all good years. And then obviously it's been a struggle after that. But um, I graduated in 06 from undergrad, and then it took a year off. I went to law school there as well, and I graduated in 2010 from law school there. Nice. So long. Uh, that's, that's funny. That's actually how we became St. John's fans. Our dad went to undergrad in law school much more before 2010. Uh, but yes, that's how we've been, we've been fans for our whole lives because of that. Uh, so kind of a cool, uh, cool connection there. Um, sure. So give us a little bit. You know, the one minute pitch, if you will, as to what storm marketing is uh, and what its you know, purpose or goal is for the for the school. Yeah. So storm marketing is a marketing and administrative firm. It's kind of a do it all NIL entity. We like to say how some places they just try to fill up the cup with as much money as possible and try to create ways to pay the players legally. And we thought, me and my three partners, which two of them are my law partners, and my other partner, Justin, who has sat next to me for the last 20 years, is our fourth partner. And we were talking about how, like, that's a really difficult way to sustain uh, an NAL initiative because then you're relying almost strictly on wins and losses. And you're seeing a lot of football schools struggle with that Mm -hmm. because then it's the emotions of the fan base, it's the emotions of the donors. And we decided that the best way to do it was a catch-all, A to Z type of uh, NIL initiative. And we run it through our law firm. All the operations go through our law firm. We use our law firm staff to, to run everything. And we went from marketing to the big donors, to the subscription plan, to small businesses doing deals. So it's really any way anyone ever wants to get involved with NIL, we can help them versus like some other NIL initiatives. They're really kind of narrowly tailored. They either do like donors or the businesses or things like that. And we felt like that was not sustainable. And obviously, you know, we've had some tough years, so we needed to find ways to be attractive to anyone that wanted to assist in NIL. So we kind of call ourselves like a hybrid catch-all type of entity. So would you say you have more uh, donors who are businesses or is it more so just fans or groups of fans who have kind of come together to to kind of help the cause it's like 60 40 i would say 40 percent businesses 60 percent fans and i would say last year like mid-year it was probably like 50 50 
And now it's a little more, I mean, the fans are getting excited when coach mm-hmm. was hired. And then, out, you know, as we got more and more recruits, you know, but I think the businesses are going to start picking up now in the summertime with the roster set. You know, we, we've been reaching out, you know, we, we hired a few marketing people. They've been reaching out to a lot of bigger brands. So uh, I think, you know, with Coach Patino's excitement and how the roster looks and as we get closer to the season, I think we're going to see more and more businesses who think they can market themselves through the St. John's community, especially because more and more people are watching them. Right. How, how big of a, an increase have you seen since uh, the Patino hiring? Yeah, uh, a, a, a pretty decent one. You know, I, I think I think there were a lot of people who, you know, weren't going to support until they kind of felt like, you know, in their eyes, the direction was, you know, going a different different way. So I think a lot of those uh, people jumped on board, you know, when they saw when coach got hired, that initial excitement. And then. You know, I, I still think there's going to be another spike. I still think there are people who are like figuring out what NIL is, and how they can support through their business, through themselves. You know, one of the big questions we get a lot of times is like, can you explain the whole thing to me? Right. And it's just like for us, it's like sand off a beach now because we, <laughs> we do it all the time. But for a lot of people, it's brand new. So I think once people more and more understand what it is and how it can help and that it's here to stay, we're going to see even a bigger spike. I 100% agree. Most people hear NIL, and I think some at this point, some most people have a, like an eye concept of okay, I sort of know what that is, but I see a lot of you know a lot of people who definitely have no real clue of the depth of how far this goes. Uh, and you know, listen, our fan base is a little bit more aged than some, uh, which I think doesn't you know lend itself to them really being as tuned in to things like NIL, um, which could could be a hurdle for you guys. Yeah, I listen. I I tell people all the time. Sometimes people will say, like, congratulations, I saw this new brand. And I say, it's congratulations to all of us. I said, this is something that's benefiting, something that we all care a lot about. And, I mean, we have a very, very passionate fan base that I think, you know, is waking up more, um, always always around, but I feel like there's, you know, some more excitement now. And I feel like it's it should be a congratulations for everybody because the more NIL succeeds, the more we become attractive, the more that we could show the world that we are an attractive place to be and to be a student athlete. Um, that helps everybody. That helps the university. That helps the student athletes. And obviously, it makes it something more sustainable. One of the biggest things we always talk about is sustaining it. You know, other places that just try to pump as much money into a cup and pump it out legally, you know, that's a difficult thing to sustain. And we try to do it with the businesses, with the subscription plans, getting people involved, coming to events, um, doing things that are reasonable, obviously having some big donors, you know, big contributors, I like to say. That's how we sustain this thing. You can't really just go in every year and say, okay, we're going to do it all again. Everything's going to be fine. There has to be some stability to it. And that's what we really focus on. Yeah, I think the long-term st- stability of it and sustainability is super important because, yeah, I mean, we've had over the last, what, 20-some-odd years, we've had a one-off season that's been really good, uh, maybe two, you know, but we haven't had the sustained success. And that's, that's I think, what we're all looking for, right? That's what we're all – like you said, we have a very passionate fan base. We don't lack for that. We may lack for other things, but we don't lack for passion. Um, so I think that's what we want. So, uh, yeah, it's great. I think it's it's a great thing.
And it's it's the most important thing is the sustainability, thinking for the future, different ways to get businesses involved, individuals involved, organizations involved. That way you can look ahead and say, you know, they're on board, they're enjoying it, they're benefiting from it. We can rely on them, hopefully, for the second year and the third year and the fourth year. So that's been a big focus of ours. So if if a business wanted to get, you know, involved, right, they wanted to, you know, donate money, sign up, how... How do they go about doing that? What's what should a business do? Not not a regular fan. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But a, you know, if they wanted to become a, a donor, what's kind of the process? Do they, is there a, is it reaching out directly to the you know store marketing? Uh, is there a point of contact or how do you go about that? Yeah, they they contact directly through email or telephone. And so there's a couple ways to do it, right? So if you want to do it in a way that you might see like um, Mikey phone from Verizon Wireless doing or Cafina Water. They have like monthly NIL um, activities going on, right? They have several players that they, um, you know, sign on through with us that they're going to sponsor. There are basically obligations through the month. And obviously the, the student athlete gets paid by way of an NIL agreement. So those get structured in any way that the company and the student athlete can structure it. You know, if they want to do X amount of tweets or Instagram posts, make an appearance, do it more frequently, do it less frequently. You can basically structure it any which way, and we will help do that. We'll go through the paperwork. We're all attorneys. We make sure it goes through compliance. We make sure that all of that stuff is done properly, and we help the two sides come to uh, an agreement, and then we make sure it gets executed in line with the agreement, all within the rules. We take that very, very seriously that, you know, everything is done to the T. We take that with, you know, much care because we know it's all, it's something we care a lot about. Uh, and then you can do something as small as a business as sign up for one of the business plans where starting in June, we'll start giving shout outs to the businesses that have signed on, you know, basically be in a rotation. You'll see some of the players tweeting about the businesses. You'll be in our literature. You'll be at a, you know, you'll be listed in our events whether it's in a flyer. So there's really a wide array ways of doing it, whether it's in a subscription plan or through like a structured NIL deal, if you will, that goes on like several times a week, several times a month, and then we structure it that way. So a business getting involved in as small as one of the business plans, but it'll be in a rotation where they'll get shout outs. We'll make sure people know who's supporting the things that we care a lot about. It'll be in our literature events, website, things like that. We're just waiting for some more players to get here. Right now, we only have a couple of guys on campus. So once we have some more guys on campus, we're going to be doing those types of shout outs and such for those that have signed up and all through the season, obviously. And then, of course, those that do the the, uh, larger or more frequent NIL deals, they can contact us directly through phone or email. Cool. And that's a super interesting look into the process because like Livin said, I mean, a lot of people, we hear about NIL, but to see all the different things and the way that you can do it is is super helpful to, for me, at least to understand it better. Um, so what's your connection? Is you have like a tie with the school? Do you have to follow? I mean, you talked about the compliance issue. How do you work that with the school? Well, um, we make, you know, because we're attorneys and, you know, we've gotten very familiar with NIL. You know, everything has to go into a into an agreement. There has to be a quid pro quo. You know, student athlete has to do something and then receive something, right? They either receive payment, you know, uh, and they can get merchandise in exchange for their name, image, and likeness. 
It has to go into agreement, which follows New York state law, follows the NCAA guidelines, follows, you know, any St. John's policy. And then once all those things basically get cleared and uh, the rule, they're in line with the rules, then the student athlete can, you know, execute on their obligations and thereafter get paid. So how involved have you been with the recruiting process as it's been happening, right? I mean, we've been getting a lot of transfers and stuff. It, you know, I know NIL is now kind of a part of recruiting. Um, how involved have you been? Is there any involvement at all? Or is it more of a once they sign, then from there, you know, that's the jumping point? Yeah, we don't get involved in recruiting at all. It's when they get to campus, you know, that's when we're able to contact them through an, uh, an influencer portal for the student athletes. But uh, we only contact the student athlete once they get to St. John's and enroll in classes. So we are not part of that recruiting process at all. Gotcha. And uh, so there are things that are not allowed, right? Like alcohol, uh, you know, things like CBD things, I think. Are, are they allowed to sponsor NIL deals or no, not yet? That's been that's been banned by the NCAA. Yeah, there's a list of things that they can't do and, you know, gambling promotions and alcohol promotions. There's a list of stuff that, you know, the states and the schools and the NCAA have said can't be, you know, endorsed or um, promoted by student athletes. All right. That makes sense. Um, So now, obviously, outside of businesses, you do take donations from fans, you said largely from fans so far. Um, if you could walk us through the process of how to sign up for that, we actually are going to sign up for it now uh, while we talk through it. Um, so just kind of walk us through how simple it is for us to sign up uh, to, to do either, you know, multiple options, monthly, one time, thing, you know, whatever process, whatever options you have. Yeah, it's very easy. If you go on our website and click contribute, it takes you to a page where you can either make a one time contribution or sign up for an individual plan, whether it's monthly biannually, annually, or for business. You have all different options on uh, your means, whether it's $9.99, whether it's greater than that. You can pick the option and you can pick whether it's a monthly, a biannual, or an annual individual plan or corporate plan. It's a very quick sign up. It's not a lot of information there. And uh, then you're in. We like simple. Simple is good and easy for fans. Um, sure. d- d- your website is um, stormmarketing.com, right? Is that what it is? So, stormmarketingny.com. Stormmarketingny.com. Uh, cool. Craig, have you finished signing up yet? I'm working on it as we speak. All right. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> um, so how, how, how receptive has the new coaching staff been uh, to you guys, to you know, kind of incorporating you into, the, you know, into their thought process or into their plan for the program going forward? Well, there's obviously rules that have to be followed and, uh, you know, there's certain, you know, guidelines that need to be fulfilled. But, you know, the university uh, within the rules have done everything they can to make NIL bullish. Uh, St. John's has definitely done an excellent job at, you know, maximizing whatever they can within the rules. And, of course, there are rules. But I could tell you uh, right from the horse that they have done everything possible to make NIL as attractive as can be in this new era all making sure that the rules have been followed. But definitely very bullish on it. They know it's important. They know it's a very uh, talked about part of college sports now. So definitely they've done everything within the rules to make it as successful as uh, it needs to be and hopefully in the future. 
We like to hear following the rules uh, and very bullish on it. Those are both very good things to hear uh, as St. John's fans. I know there's obviously been a lot of talk about, you know, new facilities that are going to get done. You know, obviously from the from the Rick Pitino press conference, we heard that. Um, and, you know, this new team is going to be, you know, the starting point for that. Uh, so, you know, with that kind of in mind, what do you think so far of the recruits that Patino's pulled in? I think he's done a massive job in, you know, 55 days, bringing 11 players. You know, consensus seems to be it's an NCAA tournament team on paper. Obviously, we know he, how well he's done as a coach in his career. So, you know, I think it's a well-balanced team, and I think he's going to be very successful with this group and hopefully more and more every year. So, uh, you know, it's it's a tough landscape playing in the Big East. Um, but with Rick Pitino and this, you know, kind of new fashioned team, uh, where do you I, obviously you say it's a tournament roster? I, I agree with you. I think that's that's kind of the consensus. Uh, what do you think for this season? What do you where do you where do you see us going? I, I think we're we're going to get our name called. Um, Big East is obviously really deep. I see us in a position where, you know, the Big East tournament becomes more fun than more necessary in the past years it's been necessary and hopefully we can have more fun in it because we'll be in by the time we get to the you know that wednesday night but uh if i had a crystal ball i think this team gets in where we get picked in the tournament whatever that's all the crapshoot i always say i never like to say we win a game win two games because no one knows where they get picked but i'll say i think we get our name called yeah i like that i like so- that positivity yeah, it's all about matchups too in the tournament because you know whoever you get matched up with, that's how it all kind of lays out. Yeah, it's a total crapshoot. Who you get, where you go, what time yeah. you're playing. You know, it's that's why there's so many upsets. That's why you play the games. It's too much uncertainty to say, oh, we're gonna be this kind of seed and win this many games. We have no idea. Yeah, I just hope we get the Friday of the Big East tournament. I'm just begging for Friday. If we can just get we to that are. Friday game. <laughs> Been a long time. time. It's been a long time. Last two years, I kept thinking we had it, and then unfortunately, last three years. Last three years, you're right. Last three years, but uh, we would have got in 2020. We definitely would have. <laughs> yeah, bad. and then so close three times in a row. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, it's a new day, so hopefully, it's a new, uh, new uh, outcomes. One thing is, um, I remember I was talking to Mike Craig during uh, media day last year, and he was talking about all the players, he promotes all the players to get agents so they can do a little more focus on their job as a student athlete and have them reach out to companies, try to get stuff that way. How do you guys work with players that have agents? I'm guessing most of them do at this point. Um, In in this passing year, you know, a number of the guys did have agents and the same way we would communicate with a student athlete, we communicate through through their agents. You know, we get their information, email, telephone, you know, all the different ways. It can be very helpful because you have someone that maybe is a little more seasoned in, you know, agreements and, you know, executing on things and has somebody that they can lean on if they have questions or reminders or things like that. So it is very helpful. We'll see how many of them have it this year, you know, when those players get to campus. But this passing year, there were a number of the guys did have agents. When players do leave the team, as we had a mass exodus after uh, we let go of Coach Anderson and took on uh, Coach Patino, how does the the cutoff work between you guys and a player once he enters the transfer portal? 
Well, all the terms are made at the time of the agreement. So the agreement, you know, is structured in a in a however manner that the person who's um, sponsoring the uh, activity or or a company who has an NIL deal, and it's structured over a period of time, whether that's days, one time, weeks, months, however, and it's structured on an individual basis uh, depending on the NIL activity. So everything is different depending on how that deal is put together. It could be as much as just one time, or it could be one time a week, a month, you know, uh, several months, things like that. So every every deal is structured differently. So just so... Uh, just to make it a little more clear. So when when a student athlete comes, right, and they've now signed up, when the donations that come in, it's not like everyone on the team is getting the same amount, right? It's if they make a deal with a company to sponsor them, that money is coming out of the donations that are being made to you, to store marketing. Well, certain companies, well, if a company does a deal with a, with a, with a player, then it's that company's money. So if Verizon right, Wireless yeah. comes with X money, right? So they decide what players, you know, they want to uh, have as, um, you know, sponsoring their company or promoting their company. Sometimes they ask for advice on, you know, characteristics or personalities and things like that. And then some some companies do all the players. They'll, they'll sponsor the whole team. You know, Storm Marketing last year, we had a team-wide deal. Anyone that was eligible for NIL got uh, a deal. And it was over the first round was over a six month period. And you probably saw it from last June to like November, like, you know, every every couple of weeks, you'd probably see additional players tweeting out, promoting store marketing. We as a company thought that it would be best for a locker room stance, for a camaraderie stance, that everybody get involved in NIL that was NIL eligible. You know, certain players are international players and there are different rules for that. But anyone that was uh, a domestic player who didn't have any international restrictions had an NIL for the men's team had an NIL deal with uh, with store marketing, and then there were a number of businesses that had multiple players, whether it was two, three, four, five, six players over the course of the year. But everyone that was NIL eligible last year on the men's team had at least one NIL deal. Yeah, that's awesome. It was an awesome. Uh, I know last year it was really cool to see that come out and you know everyone pumping up store marketing but also you know for them having that you know like you said camaraderie of everybody getting this it not just being focused on one or two players uh which was great to see um sure i mean it's 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 a it's a thing where we thought was really important that you know nil has shown that it's taken seriously across the board it's not just you know some places you know the starting five or the top three guys you know, everyone from uh, one through thirteen that was NIL eligible had multiple. You know, I think I think everyone had at least one deal, if not more. I'd have to look, but uh, you know, we wanted it to be that way. That way, they were involved in it, they were excited with it, they were a part of it. You know, they felt like they were helping the uh, you know the sponsorship of store marketing or whatever business that they were involved in. And uh, we took that seriously because we thought it was a really important kind of table setter for like the culture and you know the locker room and things like that. So one last question. If you could set a goal to say, okay, this is going to be a successful 2023-24 season, uh, what would that look like? What would your goal for this coming season be? I would say, obviously, tournament. 
I'd like to okay. avoid uh, the first four. I would like to be at least 500 in the Big East, and I think any team that doesn't have an, a, a questionable loss in the out-of-conference who's 500 in this league probably means you beat a lot of good teams to get to those 10. Uh, so I'd like to be at least 10 and 10. Obviously, I'd like to be better, but if we're 10 and 10 uh, and we handle our business in the out-of-conference without any questionable losses, Ideally, get the Friday night, not just for uh, you know, for another quality win on a Thursday, but for the excitement. Uh, and then call our name, just call our name, and ideally avoid playing in the first four. I think that is a great successful season, uh, and I hope hope we're uh, you know we're there for the national championship together, watching us win uh, wherever the heck it is this year. So well, I think it's going to be really important that we maximize um, you know, these garden games and some of these other venues that we're going to play in because we got to create this environment that, you know, this is our place to play, right? And we're going to travel and we're going to go to road games, right? A lot of places they can count on their fans to uh, not say necessarily turn it into a home court advantage, but like when they're, when they go on an eight, eight old run and you hear your fans, you know, I feel like we can do that with the excitement we have, especially with a lot of the, you know, Big East teams that we can travel to easily. Uh, Charleston is a great opportunity for a lot of fans to go down. You know, West Virginia, get in your car and drive there if you like. And then obviously, you know, some of the other games we're seeing at the Garden with locals and UBS. I think this is our chance to really, like, show up. I agree. And I think, you know, that, like you said, we have the excitement. We do. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, showing up and and being loud, right? Sometimes even when we have big crowds at the Garden, it can be quiet. Um, but you know, I think there's a lot of energy around this team, and I think you're right that this year is going to be different, uh, and that excitement in years past is going to come back, uh, and hopefully, it you know leads to good things. I think so. I think we're we're on the right track. I think we're going to have some fun. We're going to have a you know a nice out of conference schedule, and uh, the way it looks right now. A very, very daunting Big East schedule, but what to me that means every time you win a game, you know, it usually means it's something, you know, being checked off on your resume. Definitely a lot of opportunities. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Good luck for this season for you. Great. We're we're big fans of it. So let's hope it's a successful year for storm marketing. And as I say, it means good luck for everybody. So, yeah. you know, the more we succeed uh, as a company, the more the program can succeed, the more student athletes can succeed and uh, get to that stable level where it could be a tool that can help us. And I think we're going to get there. Really, really great job putting this together, Ben. It's a really big thing. So we're as a St. John's fan, we're very happy that it's here to help us out. And uh, we appreciate you. So all the support we can get is great and support all of us. And any way we can explain, happy to do phone calls, Zooms. We do it all the time. We go over all the stuff at events that we have. We're going to be having some um, some exclusive events that you guys are going to be hearing about soon. You're going to be hearing about some uh, autograph signing events with some of our student athletes. Uh, we're going to try to do at least two exclusive events in the next like one to three months and try to do a couple of other more like public events where you can buy a modest ticket, uh, be involved, talk about it, get other people involved. So uh, I'll definitely make sure I share it with you guys so uh, you can spread the word. 
and uh hope you guys can join us as well thanks we appreciate that yeah definitely we'll definitely come out and support um, and you know. just i'll leave you i'll leave you with this you know those that do sign up for the soul marketing plan then you get you get um incentives right you get to come to events cheaper you get to join us at certain events we keep you up as much as we can obviously the businesses get promotions individuals can get, can get promotions maybe you want you know, a, a particular shout out or wish somebody a happy birthday, whatever the hell, whatever it is that you want, you can uh, create that NIL activity with store marketing because um, it goes from the individual level all the way to the corporate level, organizations, as long as there's a quid pro quo between the, uh, the parties um, and in the writing, disclose to the university, there's, uh, there's really a lot of different things you can do. Thanks for joining us. We really We'll, you know, hopefully hear from you again soon. Absolutely. Great hey. to be here. Thanks for having me, and let's try to do it again soon. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds good, Vin. Thanks. We want to thank Vin again for joining us. Uh, it was really interesting to get an inside look. Obviously, this NIL stuff is all really new and progressing, like he talked about. So it's cool to see it grow as it's happening. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you kind of know what it means, but like just to get the, back, the background of it was super interesting. I really liked how they talked about building culture where you know everybody on the roster gets something i mean obviously there's going to be bigger things for other people but building that culture where everyone's kind of even and it's not mess you know a mess in the locker room and i think that's a great thing it'll be good for us with them having their law firm run all this through everything i think that's a good way to make sure we protect our players from faulty contracts companies not following through on their deals we've all heard the situations about players not getting the NIL money that they were offered, promised. This is a, a better, safe way. And on top of that, with all the memberships, it's constant money flowing in for every player. So it's a great thing to have. Yeah, it's definitely nice to see that he's, uh, you know, that they're doing it the right way. And, you know, what I thought was great, how easy it is to sign up. I mean, we, we did it while we were talking to him. It, you know, they you can sign up with a monthly or one time and any size donation helps. And it's like he said, you know, it, it's sure they're doing a great thing by doing this. But at the end of the day, it helps us all as St. John's fans and it helps the players on the court who we go out and support and, you know, should support in any way that we can. So we thank him again for doing that interview. All right. 23-24 roster set. Rick Pitino coming in, locking down, according to 247 Sports, the number four transfer recruiting class in the country for our St. John's Red Storm. Guys, you wanted him to make a splash, right? You wanted him to make some big names. It started off a little slow, but then all of a sudden it turned up. And now we've got a roster that you look at this team and go, listen, it's going to be very different from last year, right? Not a lot of guys you recognize. Brand new format, brand new everything. Uh, but there's no doubt that the product on the court has a ton of talent. And with Rick Patino's coaching, it is likely going to be a team that makes noise. I mean, we went from a team that shot 33% from the three-point line for the year. And we've just had nothing but shooters now. We had almost the whole team leave. And now we've adapted our offense to the more spread. Everyone can shoot kind of offense, which must be serious. The NBA runs. That's how you get prospects into the NBA. And then on top of that, most of the uh, college basketball actually starts to spread every second. So now we're caught up. Now we're running a more Euro-style 
So having all these shooters, having all these guys that can shoot with some size to them, it's going to be very useful. Yeah. Actually, in, in the Zach Brizola wrote an article about uh, – he talked to John Fanton and John Rossi and, and a couple of coaches about the team. And one of the things they brought up, which I thought was a great point, was that having all those shooters – I mean, we have a lot of guys – like everybody in the roster now can shoot threes, uh, except for Joel Soriano, but that's okay because now we, they can't pack it in like they did against us last year. Because now, if they can, for, we're going to get for, burned. Yeah. If they I mean, do that, we're going to get now. burned. It makes sense. He'll start shooting threes. No, but we don't. We don't. We don't want him to. No, no, we don't want him to. I want him. You know, he's a great back to the basket. Exactly. It creates. He can dominate. He can dominate inside out too. It just. It'll be huge. Um, It gives our offense those layers that we didn't have. You know. I I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be great. I mean, obviously, I'm hoping it's gonna be great. But you know, you're getting when you're getting guys who are transferring. You know, best player in their league. You know, players who. Kansas, you know, you hear the schools, high level programs. It it sounds exciting, right? I mean, as of right now, that's all we can really say. But it's it's the noise you want when you have a new coach and you're getting new recruits. So yeah, can we? Yeah. I mean, it was it was good to get Zuby from Kansas. He was a top sixty prospect last year, six nine, got some weight on. He's going to be a guy that we need to have down low. Because Soriano can't play 40 minutes. I mean, if we try to do it, he might get fouled out or something will go wrong. But, hey, we need another big guy. Having Dingle come, that's a huge thing. That's also locks in the New York Lightning connection for a while now. That's, yeah. We're definitely going to be good graces of that. Because his father is runs the program. So that's, exactly. that's extremely important. Um, exactly. So and that's super helpful. A potential draft pick in Jordan Dingle. Well, and Jordan Dingle was was the, was the second highest scoring in all of college basketball last year, and he was the best player on Penn. Um, so, and he he played well when he played against high major talent, and um, he's really the centerpiece of this of this recruiting class. I mean, he really turned it on its head, and and he made us take a big step forward. Um, so, I think he's really going to be very key for us, and him and Joel Soriano the pair of them can really lead us. I think there's a, there's a lot of exciting times coming forward for us <laughs> as St. John's fans. I can tell you personally, like I, you know, everybody knows in my, in my life that I'm a huge St. John's fans. Everybody that's ever been in acquaintance with me knows that I've met some like extended people in my life that like see me and they're like, Oh, I heard about Rick Pitino. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you guys. They're like, you guys look like you could be really big. Like you guys look like the real thing. And it's just like, it's great to just like hear that from people and, feel the excitement from them. And I, I, I feel it a lot in particular ourselves that just like, I don't know. It's, it's an amazing feeling that I haven't felt this excited for an upcoming season for St. John's with so much potential in, in a very long time. Well, you know, the Rick Patino splash really making waves. We also have our non-conference schedule set. Uh, we got some good matchups and, and, you know, last year we had the knock, I think an unfair knock, by the way, that our schedule wasn't strong enough. And, Listen, I don't think we went out and played the best mm. out of conference schedule. With all due respect, go look at St. John's strength of schedule last year. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but listen, did we play the hardest at a non-conference? No. But go look at the strength of schedule. That's all you have to judge. We talked about. Uh, we talked about it last year. We don't need to but rehash. anyway, we do New have. Year. Some, we have, year, some, we have some big matchups here. We got Michigan. We got West Virginia. We've. You know the the even the the lower games we've made bigger, right? We've got more games at UBS Arena, uh, 
which is good. I think that's an atmosphere. Obviously, we were there for Kansas last year. It was an exciting atmosphere, right? It's it's a cool new arena, and the fans really showed up. So it'll be exciting to see those games, playing some more out of conference in the Garden. Always good. Plus, you get the bigger matchups. You get the Michigan, the West Virginia, like I mentioned. And the Charleston Classic. Right? LSU in that. LSU, Houston, North Texas, Dayton, uh, Utah, Wake Forest, and Towson. So solid, solid lineup there. You get some good games out of that. I think how, how did we get in that group? All that group is so southern and this is Charleston Classic. Utah's not that Utah's yeah, Utah's not, not southern. All right, it's not southern, but thousands in Baltimore. Not northeast. Oh, it happens. You know, you sign yeah, up for the you, gotta have you know why you you sign up for these conference these conference pre-conference tournaments or pre-season tournaments, I should say. Re- really far out, right? So you don't know how it's going to happen. Charleston, by the way, beautiful city. I highly recommend going to the Charleston Classic. Charleston is a very I've beautiful. been to that arena too. That's that's where they used to play the uh, Colonial uh, Championship. Really cool to check it out. Highly recommend it. Get some fans going there. Would be nice as well. But yeah, we so we have the makings, right? We have the roster. We have the strong out of conference. We obviously have the Big East Conference, which is the best conference in basketball. We have the makings there yeah. for the and- NCAA tournament for a run. Now we just need Rick Pitino and the players to put it together. And looking at the schedule, my rival's back. The forum ran. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's own personal Tim's, data. Tim yeah, was happy to see them back on the back on the menu, just so that way he could find the Ram specifically. He's going to purchase all the seats in the front row just so he can heckle the Ram the entire time. And it's at the Garden, the site of the initial. Uh, That's it. Of the the initial, site of the incident. The site of the yeah. incident. Uh, well, Tim, hopefully uh, this time the Ram doesn't uh, block your view and they don't cheat a kid out of a semester's worth of tuition again. I kind of hope they do because they honestly was one of the funniest <laughs> things that ever happened in my entire life. But That's I mean, I didn't, it didn't cut says me out. Guy, says the guy who's not putting the bill for the tuition. Actually, yeah. It wasn't my tuition bill, so I don't really The dad definitely had a heart attack. Oh, oh I his mean, father I was so <laughs> angry when he saw that. Uh, I mean, the guy walked on the court with hiking boots on. He's like, there's no way he's making it. He made one, and there you go. Two out of three. Everyone's like, "Oh, come on." That's uh, not fair. But hey, Fordham had to do what they had to do. All right, they got away with it, so it's all that matters to them. All right. We as it is. Listen, not only do we have great news for this year so far, we've got great news ahead. Big twenty twenty four news. Rick Pitino already getting a recruit for next season. Going into his uh, Greece grassroots time when after he left Louisville. Going back to Greece and snagging one of the top prospects. His oh, I'm, name, da- I'm daring oh. someone to say it. Let's say who who's going to try oh, to try to say easy. Left Terrace, Leotopoulos. Uh, and yeah. if I'm wrong, who cares? <laughs> I think he cares. I, mean, I think he would care. No, His parents he, probably care. No. Are they going to hear it is a different question. The question is, are they going to hear it? No. Probably not. I'm going to go with maybe no. not. Well, well, listen, you know, we, we got a year to figure out. out. We were going to get a year I'm to a figure silly, out his name. It'll no, be no. all right. I'm a silly American. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a year. Okay, we'll figure it out. Someone hey, yeah, if, sure. if, if I got like 80% of that name right, that's a pretty good job right there. You know what we'll do? We'll call, the, I think you got the first name right. We'll, so do, we'll call Mike Dunlap. We'll get Giannis Antetokounmpo on. He can explain to us how to pronounce it. We're good to go. That would oh, yeah. be some connection. Could you imagine? <laughs> hey, listen, you never know. Also, <laughs> he's not a lefty. I was shocked. I was like, come on. I think he should have to be. You know, he, we have to change his name. 
You can't, you can't have that name be less than not be a lefty. It'll be righteous instead. Yeah, righteous. Right, I mean, right. like, he, can't, he can't. He can't be. That's unfair. I do think he has to at least practice free throws left-handed. They should require him one once the game. He's got to shoot lefty. He's got to at least drive to the left. Got to do yeah. something. He, he's he's a six four guard. He can shoot. He can shoot. I mean, he's a Euro player. Of course, he can shoot. But hey, one of the top prospects coming out of Greece. He commit. He committed early. Just because of him knowing Coach Patino about his history in Greece, we have that overseas connection. So it, that's a great thing to have. Great match this made is, in this heaven. Is, this is what Rick Patino does, right? This is why we got him, and this is why it, it it's been a world of difference. In Patino, we trust. Even Jeff Goodman likes us now. He put us in a preseason top 25. Yep. And he, and he keeps being like, they're going to make it. They're going to make it. What a world. What a difference. What a difference. What a, what a turn of. Who'd have thought? Who'd have Not thought? Me. He's our biggest advocate now. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, for Craig, Tim, and Nick, I'm Vincent. Go Johnnies. Keep chasing. <laughs>